Hi, everybody. We're getting our co-host up, and then we'll begin in a minute, okay? Uh, damn, son, I sent you an invite as a co-host. Please accept that. Patron will do the same. All right, let's just get damn son and Patron up here, and then we'll begin. We got Patron. Damn son, accept your co-host invite, please. Patron, how are you, sir? Uh, good evening, Chris. Beautiful night tonight on a Friday night here in the Cleveland area. Very cold and uh, ready for the all-star game of basketball, so it's very exciting around here. Okay. Damn son accepted the co-host invite. How are you, damn son? Doing good. How are y'all doing? Good, man. You're good with the recording to begin? Yeah, I'm ready to go. That's that background noise you hear. All right. So, uh, should we wait till we get a few more people in here, Patron? What do you think? Yeah, let's get more people in here. Let me tweet the space out so we can, you know, be ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I tweeted it out too. So awesome. And uh, we'll get it going here. And uh, so momentarily, we're going to get this going. We're just making sure we get some more people in here before we begin. Of course, this is a Friday night edition of Safe Moon After Dark, where we come strong to the mic, where people become legends every night. All right. We're all here to work together, talk about Safe Moon. So it should be an excellent night. Have you noticed that there's no more hundreds in, in, in the conversation? Now we got hearts. So every time you give a give me a heart, I'm gonna feel the love just for everybody in here, just so you know, or anybody in here. Uh, let's see here. Wow, looks like Brian still got some hundreds. <laughs> Damn, I, I can't get no hundreds. What the heck? Yeah, all I see is hearts, but Brian's still hundreds in it. So, uh, okay. Uh, you want to just begin now? Yeah, let's go, brother. All right, so welcome to Safe Moon After Dark. Thank you for tuning in again tonight. It's Friday evening. We'll get some more people in here as this evening goes. So I just want to start out tonight by talking about how we believe in the long-term success of Safe Moon, right? Uh, we definitely believe that Safe Moon is a great project and that this is going to be successful in the long run, okay? Uh, but I also want to, uh, you know, let everybody know about some news that we received about two and a half hours ago. Uh, I spoke with our co-hosts before we did the show, and we decided that we needed to uh, inform our listeners about it uh, for two reasons. One is that I became aware of the of this information, and I should always share it with everybody. Uh, I've always been, been somebody that tells the truth. That's what our program does. We tell the truth. We tell all of our listeners. The second reason is that if I found out about this information and I didn't speak to you about it before tonight, then I feel like you guys would have questions for why that is. All right. So news is, isn't always positive, but it's something I have to share with everybody. As I've said, I believe in the long-term success of Safe Moon. I believe this is a great project. Everybody knows where I stand on it. I want to make sure everybody knows tonight we are not giving financial advice. We do not give financial advice on this program. We speak the truth. We speak about Safe Moon. We go in depth. We go in detail. Okay. So what I found out this evening at about 7.30 p.m. Eastern, I was at work. I found out that there was a class action lawsuit filed yesterday in the state of California 
against Safe Moon, uh, and I think there were 11 other defendants on that. Uh, among the defendants uh, listed on that, it's a civil lawsuit, so this is not a criminal complaint. It's a civil class action lawsuit against Safe Moon LLC, Safe Moon Connect, Safe Moon Media Group. There's like five entities that are named there. Uh, there's also uh, uh, John Caroni's listed on that. Ryan Ariaga's listed on that. Uh, Jack Haynes is listed on the lawsuit. Uh, there's uh, Henry Wyatt. Most people know him as Hank Wyatt. Sean Wittriel's on that lawsuit. Uh, it's about a 60-page complaint. So I found out about this at 7.30 this evening. Uh, I've been on the phone ever since, leading up to the show. I've reviewed this as fast as I can. It's 60 pages. So I went through the 60 pages of the PDF. I have not reviewed it completely. Okay, so there's more time that I need to spend on this. I just need everybody to understand this was two and a half hours before the program. Nobody else knows about this. I had to inform uh, Damn Son and Patron about it. We discussed it in a conference call before the show. Uh, so you guys will have to read into the details of what that means. Okay, this is not us spreading fear, uncertainty, and doubt. That's not what this is about. I still believe in Safe Moon. I think it's a great project. Uh, I don't have any uh, lack of confidence in what Safe Moon is doing, but we have to report things too, right? So I can't just get on here and not tell you guys about that. That would be unethical and that would be wrong. Uh, so I have a duty to inform you guys of that. Like I said, this was filed yesterday morning in the state of California. It's a civil class action lawsuit. There are a lot of details in that. Uh, it began, it, it states for uh, people that invested between March, I want to say it was March 21st until present. March 21st of 2021 until present. Uh, I'm sure SafeMoon will have a statement on this at some point. If not tonight, definitely by tomorrow. Uh, but it's something I came across. There is a tweet on it. I am not retweeting it, just so you guys know. Uh, but I'm informing everybody about it. We can discuss it tonight. We can discuss everything with Safe Moon, the long-term viability of Safe Moon. Like I said, I still believe in Safe Moon. I still am invested in Safe Moon, but I wanted everybody to be aware of it tonight. Uh, Patron, your thoughts? Yeah. So yeah. So I, I just found out about that too as well. You know, when we had that call, and um, I'm I'm a hundred percent on Safe Moon. And um, I believe in this project too as well. And I think that, you know, whatever, whatever uh, that lawsuit has in play, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, the team of Safe Moon is aware of it, you know, and they would just deal with it correctly as they should. But uh, it, it is good for, 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 for us to sh just share the information because it's, it's out there, right? And it, and it will be out there as the day goes by. But but I think that, you know, it, not, not that it's going to hurt the project at all. I just think that it's just going to be fought the way it should and we'll move on and we'll keep on going. And you got to remember, you know, when, when, when a company starts to move forward, when it's settled, when it's done, when things are moving the right, in the right direction, there are people who's going to come after you. And, you know, that's, that's just anybody and anybody that wants to come over, you know, any company that is actually progressing. So you're going to see that we're going to we're going to have that in the road and then we're just going to deal with it. Safe Moon will deal with it and we'll keep on going. And I'm not taking a shot at Safe Moon, guys, just so you understand. I know some people are going to say, well, this is 
you know, FUD, right? Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. No, it's not. It's we have a moral obligation to inform you of things as we find them out. Just imagine if I didn't say anything tonight and then you guys found out Monday, you guys would come on the show and say, when did you find this out? And I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to say I found out Friday night around 7.30 p.m. Eastern. So I'm going to tell you the truth always, and I'm going to be ethical about everything I do. It's not a topic I want to cover, but it's something that I have to inform everybody of. Damn, son, your thoughts, sir. You know, I'm I'm 100% behind SafeMoon. Um, these things happen. They, they happen a lot in uh, companies, from my personal experience. When things, when you're on the precipice of taking off and things are uh, about to blow up, that's when um, attorneys will have the most opportunity to leverage a settlement, obviously. So I'm, I'm only on page eight or nine. Um, I've, I've read enough to understand the, uh, the gist of it and what's involved. But uh, I'm 100% behind SafeMoon. I will not sell my tokens. Um, have no intention of doing so. And Chris, you know, he he was upset about having to come on here and break this news. This isn't something that that he wanted to do. It's not it's not happy content. And uh, he was conflicted with having to present this, and there there really was no question. You know, it had to be done, and it's factual. Um, I've seen the PDF of the court filing. So uh, there's there's really no other uh, avenue but to uh, tell you all the exact truth. Exactly, man. Like, it's not something I wanted to do, but it's something that we're supposed to do. So we can discuss anything safely related tonight. If you guys have questions, I'll try to answer them as best I can. Like I said, I read through this 60-page uh, complaint in about an hour, okay? And some of it was while on the phone. So some of the questions, if you have them, I might not be able to answer them completely. I reserve my right to add more information as it goes on, but it's something we need to report and make everybody aware of. I still believe in this project. I believe in the leadership of Safe Moon, uh, and I'm not going anywhere, and my co-hosts aren't going anywhere. We believe in uh, this project. So uh, we'll go to our first speaker. It looks like we have a Adele here. Go ahead, Adele. Hi, thank you so much for having me. And I just have to say thank you for your honesty and your integrity and for your transparency, because there's been such a lack of trust in our society with the government and what's going on right now. I don't know the details surrounding the Safe Moon uh, incident. I will definitely go and read through it as well, but I cannot tell you the number of people I know uh, who have been targeted um, intentionally with falsified information in order to uh, have assets acquired through illicit ways by the very people who are supposed to be and the, and the very institutions that are supposed to be protecting us. And uh, I'm listening recorded, oops, <laughs> off, the, off the record if we can. But I, <laughs> but I, will, I will add this. Um, uh, trust is something that is implicit in blockchain and unfortunately, there are certain actors that have taken advantage of the crypto uh, industry, digital assets industry, and it's always going to be there. But um, I will say that the American Blockchain Pack, I, I'm serve, I serve as the CEO of the American Blockchain Political Action Committee. It was founded by my business partner, Todd White, 
and he is a top lobbyist in the crypto digital assets blockchain artificial intelligence whatever you call it, anything space and we were were founded and launched specifically to protect this ecosystem from the overreach of government from, to prevent this ecosystem from being uh, damaged and taken over and to protect the people, frankly. And so um, I'm not going to take too much of your time. I just want to introduce myself and I will definitely look into Safe Moon more. I'm happy to speak with you um, offline. And just the way that we ensure that crypto and digital assets and blockchain are protected for everyone here is by getting incumbents who are crypto friendly and candidates at the federal level who are crypto friendly elected into office. And we are very well seasoned and we are DC insiders and we know who's just talking the talk and not walking the walk. And contributions are the things that move the things that move Congress that make votes. And so the banking lobby, I'll give you an example, has been instrumental in uh, influencing and getting a lot of anti-crypto legislation to the forefront and passed more recently. Next week, there's an executive order being issued by President Joe Biden on crypto. And I dare say, I don't think it's going to look very good. So we are at the forefront fighting to make sure that, uh, of course, there needs to be a certain level of regulation to ensure that fraud isn't rampant, but also that it's not going to uh, punish the crypto and blockchain community for succeeding and being part of the American Prospect Prosperity Project, um, which hasn't really existed since the Gilded Age. And now is the time. 2022 is going to be the most decisive year for this. So um, please, if you can, go to AmericanBlockchainPact.org. Happy to speak with all of you individually. We are helping educate members of Congress. And we have a few rollouts coming that are going to be Really, really wonderful, good surprises as to how to make everyone more informed. And I will add this, we do not care if they're Republican, Democrat, Independent, Libertarian. The only thing that matters to us is that they are pro-crypto and blockchain and that they have crypto on their platform. And once we get this new vanguard of candidates that are pro-crypto into Congress, that's when we're going to see a change to the U.S. code title code. And that's when we're going to see this space protected for good. So I want to thank you for everything that you're doing here. And uh, it's a pleasure to, to be part of this community. And I look forward to hopefully coming on more often. Hey, it's great to meet you too. And it's interesting because I actually live in the DC area. I don't know if you knew that. So <laughs> well, we should definitely meet. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. It would be, an honor. It would be a pleasure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're always interested in having great guests on here. It sounds like you have a lot of work. Uh, how long have you been doing this, if you don't mind me asking? Absolutely. We officially launched on November 11th at 11.11. And so we, I mean, I've been, I've spoken internationally for several years now about how blockchain and crypto are just going to be game changers in terms of wealth distribution, giving, you know, access to people who haven't had the opportunity before banking the unbanked. There's just so many, it's a supply chain from the way health, healthcare, there's, it just touches every single aspect of human life. And it's, it's such an incredible uh, yeah, technological innovation. And I will also add, if I may, that I'm very, very honored to have on among our incredible board of advisors, the, a man who is considered the founding father of blockchain, Dr. Scott Sorneta. We also have the founder of 
um, Tezos DeFi, Kevin Marabi. We have Michael Ongai, and we have Ariel Jalali, who's also, I mean, these names, I'm sure if you Google look them up, if you're not familiar with them, they're amazing. And we have a few surprises coming up too. Um, we just, anyone who's had something to do with helping um, get this space to where it is and to help create it, they're with us. And so just want to reiterate, we're all here for you. So AmericanBlockchainPack.org and you know how to find me. My DMs are open. Hey, that's great. Uh, and we're all interested in that, right? Anything that can advance crypto as a whole, we're all for that on here. So that's just music to our ears. Uh, wonderful. Hey, Thank feel you. free to stay up here too if you want, or if you want to listen, whatever you want to do. We're going to have a lot of guests come up. We run a real professional, clean program. So uh, anything else to add? Thank you. Um, you know, I'm going to actually stay and listen. I'm going to see if I can get my founder, Todd White, on, on as well. I will also say, you know, we, the only way we can make this happen is with support and contributions. So if you feel so inclined to, please do go to AmericanBlockchainPack.org and make a contribution. Tell anyone that you know, so we can support candidates that are crypto friendly and truly transform Congress to where it needs to be for the future of this country. Yeah, Thank we are all about that. Believe me. We've talked about that on the show even before you came on too, just so you know. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a huge thing that we've always talked about is how we need to get people in office that support cryptocurrency because it is the future and it's going to change lives. All right. Crypto G, I see you're waving your hand, man. We'll get to you. I promise. Let's go to Taylor B and then we'll go to Crypto G. Go ahead, Taylor B. All right. In a sea of FUD and mis misinformation, we have Safe Moon After Dark. I, I'm so grateful for this uh, space because I get on one of the other ones and I'm telling you, it's I love the positivity here. I love the honesty here. Thank you so much, Chris, for uh, the environment that you set here. So um, I have to say I'm more excited about Safe Moon than I ever have been. Um, I'm an early, uh, early adopter, early holder. And when I see things like what's happening with this thing in California or uh, the uh, setbacks with uh, Binance because of, uh, with the everything happening with the exchange, uh, Mandala exchange adoption coming up, I, I get excited because what I think about, I mean, I'm an entertainer, I'm building an entertainment career in Hollywood. And every time I experience a setback or pushback from people or someone wants to like tear me down or put my name out in a, a bad way, I know that I'm doing something right. Because, you know, I, I care about making a positive impact and change in the world. And Everything I've heard from SafeMoon, from John, from Ryan, from the uh, head honchos, and anyone who's excited about SafeMoon are, are good, positive, world-changing things. So I just want to just say more power to the community. Uh, hold on, hodl, stay in the gap, continue uh, buying and, and being excited about something that you get to be a part of that is way, way bigger than than anything we've ever really imagined at this point. Everything's still gonna roll out. Remember that it takes time to build something great. And when you're building something great, you have haters. You have people who are gonna push back and they're gonna make stuff up at times. I, I've seen it in my own uh, career. I've seen it in my own life. It will happen, but we're gonna get through it. And I really believe this is the calm before the storm. Yeah, yeah man. agree. Yeah, stack them, by the way. That's what we say when we have a good call in here, stack them. 
So yeah. people are asking me, can I find this complaint? If you go to classaction.org, they got the 60 pages there. I'm not going to, like I said, I, I covered the 60 pages pretty quick, but I'm just giving you guys a reference to read it. This is not like FUD or anything like that. I just want everybody to have the ability to review the document and come to your own decisions on anything you do. We do not provide financial advice here, okay? So I'm never going to tell you guys to buy more or what to do with your money. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. What I'm doing is informing all of you who are investors of what occurred yesterday. It was filed yesterday morning in the state of California. If I'm not doing that, then that's not ethical of me. So that's all this is. Uh, do I think it's going to be... Uh, a major, you know, like issue or anything like that. Well, time will tell, right? I still believe in, in, in safe moon is a successful project. I still believe that they're going to do a lot. That's going to change the world. Uh, I look at this as like a temporary setback is what I would call it. It might not even get litigated. It might be something that gets settled. We don't know what's going to happen with it. I'm sure safe moon has lawyers on it. The reason I'm bringing it up is because it was filed yesterday morning and it's on Twitter. So I know we have people from SafeMoon listening. They need to get ahead of this. They need to address this and they need to get their messaging on point to, to handle this. All right. I, I, I'm not telling them how to run the company. I'm not the CEO of the company. But what I am saying is if you had a lawsuit filed against your company and you have multiple defendants listed on it that you need to address it and you need to handle this from a, a public relations standpoint and, and let everybody know about this because we have a very large group of investors and uh, I think everybody deserves the right to know about this. So that's all this is. Uh, Crypto G, go ahead, sir. Hey, good evening, guys. Uh, thank you, Chris, for having me on. Uh, Adele, I appreciate you coming on. I, I When I saw you speak earlier... Um, I, I just thought uh, you would be perfect to meet uh, Chris. And I had a feeling you were back in D.C. because when I saw your information, I was like, oh, I got to get you on the show. So I appreciate you coming on. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, Chris, we've been talking about regulations and and trying to get some form of, you know, insurance on on the on the holders. end. I, I know it's great that SafeMoon has their liquidity pool and, and their treasury insured. But, you know, it, it really comes back to the you know, you know, the people who are actually buying into a project. So we, we as people need to be also insured, I think in, in the same sense, but at the same time, um, you know, these, these, you've said before, Chris, um, you know, we need people that are crypto friendly in the political arena right now. And I thought she'd be perfect to bring on and to get that word out. You know, we're going to need this especially with these kinds of things. Now you have vultures coming after SafeMoon. I mean, that was expected. Guys, this is business 101. It's going to happen. We are going to deal with these things. It's going it, to, you know, and it could happen again. But I don't, I don't worry about these things. Apple's probably been sued a thousand times or 10,000 times. And, you know, where, the, where do they, they're still working and they're still making money. That's, that's the thing. And they're still in business. So the thing is, they're going to do the same thing. So anyways, I just wanted to say hello. Thank you for having me on the show. And uh, I just wanted to um, say um, I appreciate you doing what you guys are doing. Uh, I, I, I didn't even know about that until you just mentioned it. So when you brought it up, I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know. <laughs> Thank you. Like I said, you know, we just found so out. Oh, good. <laughs> we Thank found you it. so much for I just want to say thank you so, so much for inviting me. And we're, we're all family here. 
honestly. We're all in this together. So. Yeah, we are. Same common goal, right? We all want to see crypto uh, get the education and information, get out to as many people as possible. We want to help improve people's lives. We want to help with legislation that's going to facilitate crypto as a whole, right? Because that's going to help safe moon, but that's also going to help all of cryptocurrency. So we're all in this together. We're all going to fight that fight. Uh, and, and like I said, this came up at 730. So I wish I had more time to prepare. Uh, but if you guys want to review it, I mean, 60 pages, it's going to take you a good 45 minutes to read it. And then you probably got to, you know, read it again. You could probably read through it in about a half hour, but then you got to read it again. And there's, there's a lot of information in that. Did you want to add anything to that DM son? No. Okay. Uh, we can talk about safe moon too. I was just opening the show with that so that we could go ahead, sir. You know, it's, um, I, I'm not too alarmed again by this. It's, uh, as Crypto G said, this is business 101. It's uh, not alarming to me. Um, I'm surprised that it hasn't happened already. You know, the, there's attorneys and, you know, there's attorneys that make their entire living doing this sort of thing. So we'll just wait and see and uh, see how it shakes out. Yeah, and, and this could take like a long time to shake out too. Like this isn't something that could be resolved in a month or two. This could take like a year or more to resolve out, right? Especially with like how slow things are in our legal system. Uh, Jake Paul's named in the complaint. Uh, Little Yachty's named in the complaint. Uh, there's a lot of people named in that complaint outside of Safe Moon. You know, people that were involved in promoting Safe Moon. It's very, very complex document. There's a lot in there. So, uh, look, end of the day, uh, this is what I believe about Safe Moon. And I'm not giving financial advice, but I believe this will happen. I believe when the ecosystem is built, they're going to have everything that they need, right? Between Safe Moon Connect, between the Safe Moon Exchange, the blockchain, right? I think they're going to have everything they need for this volume to take off. And I think we're going to see a run similar to what we saw with Doge. The only difference being that I think with SafeMoon, you're going to have these reflections, right? Because on every buy and sell, you're going to have, you know, money. You're going to have tokens gained, which you didn't have with Doge. So I think you're going to have a run similar to Doge, but with the tokens being gained with the reflections. And I think that's when we're going to get a lot of media attention and this thing's really going to take off. This is going to take a lot longer to build because of the complexity and because of the the high aspirations that the company has in doing it. You know, Doge took like five years to take off. I don't think we're looking at five years. I think this will happen uh, by the end of 2022. If I had to give my best estimate, I would say in quarter three, quarter four, 2022, just because I think there's delays in emerging technology. But just giving you guys a head up, heads up on everything. Uh, and we believe in it. We're still confident in it. Uh, Safe Moon Berserker, you're up next. Go ahead, sir. Berserker, you got your hand up. Go ahead, man. Sorry, I had a hard time getting on mute. Hey, I, I never get a chance to get up here. First, I just want to say thanks for bringing me up. Um, I'm working all the time, man. And I, I know you probably see me in here quite often, but I, I just want, I want to say to this whole lawsuit thing, this is, you know, just like everybody said, it is part of business, but also for everybody to remember, we know who John Caroni is. We know who his parents are and we know who is backing safely. 
maybe these, these, these fighters have no clue. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But when they go and pull stuff like this, we're going to have the, unfortunately, we're going to have the new people that come in don't know who's backing safe move. So we need to make sure we spread the word, share the word, like, hey, check it out. This is who's got safe moves back. We are good. So really, that's all I want to say. Everybody keep their chin up, man, and keep positive because safe moon is going to the, to the moon, man. But, I mean, let's go. We're going to do it. Uh, that's all I can say. I got to get back to work. Appreciate it for uh, bringing me up. Thank you. Hey, man, I'm sorry you have to work so much that you can never come up. I appreciate you being a loyal listener, man. Let's give them a stack. Them guys are hard work. All right. Thank you. Yeah, brother. All right. Uh, let's go to let's look. Uh, we don't have any other speakers up. Guys, feel free to come up. I believe we have a CEO in here tonight as well. If you want to come up and speak, uh, you guys know who you are, man. We got the most intelligent audience in cryptocurrency on the show. We got the best people. Uh, let's get Don Bailey up here, if he doesn't mind. Yeah, and, and one more thing, too, also, Chris, just keep in mind, you know, it, it is business as usual. So tomorrow, uh, you know, SafeMoon is still going to continue to do what they're doing. Uh, the next week, next month, the next six months, the next year, and this is for long term. Um, so we're we still going to be a business as usual. It's just that we always have, you know, those little bumps along the roadway, but, you know, we're, we're going to keep on going. That's not, not going to stop anybody. Yeah, the sun's going to come up tomorrow, man. This is something that I think they've been dealing with for a while. It's just something they may have tried to resolve without litigation being filed, uh, and that can happen, you know. Uh, people that le work in the legal field will tell you that. Uh, it was filed yesterday morning, so this isn't something that was fi filed a week ago or you know, two weeks ago that just got unearthed. This was just literally yesterday morning. Again, I think the key is the team's got to get ahead of this, right? So what they need to do is they need to communicate with all of us about what's going on. I mean, legally, there may be only so much they can say, but at least address it and say, hey, this is what happened, uh, you know, and we're this is how we're handling it and and just go from there. And we've had some conversations in the past. We're not being critical of the team. I want everybody to understand that. Uh, we support SafeMoon and the leadership completely, but we need to have a professional image here and we need to have professional mes messaging, especially when we have something like this going on in the background, right? So the key is, is it like, you know, and I'm not criticizing John Caroni or the leadership team, right? Because I believe in them ultimately we all do like everybody on here our, our co-hosts i like our, our major people in safe when we believe in them but we need to be careful too because you know like i saw a message today and i'm, I'm not jumping on john i just want everybody to be clear about this but he had a, he had a message that said you know i'll reveal all my secrets on february 30th like and i understand that was a joke but this isn't a time to joke right now this is a time for us to have professional messaging and a professional face to everything we're doing. He's been professional the whole way. Uh, I don't doubt his integrity or his character as a CEO. I don't doubt the leadership team. I think we had a leadership team in the past that was not what we have now. And I think that's the basis of this lawsuit. When you read the complaint, uh, I think that's what went on here. So I just want to be clear about that too. Uh, Don Bailey, go ahead, sir. Yo, what did you think of the binary code of everything is connected? You're talking about the cross-chain reference where he was talking about uh, 
uh, where you can uh, use SafeMoon as as the uh, gas and the swap function between cross chains. Yeah, so the SafeMoon 2.0 literally released something right after that released, like, and it was everything is connected. We were talking about that two months ago on here, how everything would be connected with Safe right. Moon. And then when John made a comment about what our blockchain can do, he said our blockchain connects people. So, like, when you think of a blockchain that's all about connecting people, cross-chain is inevitable. Like, yeah, I just wanted to know your opinion on that. I think it's exactly what we discussed over the last two months, man. Like, we were on here, like, discussing this ad nauseum every night about how SafeMoon token on the coin, once they have the blockchain out, will be the gas fee for you to swap all cryptocurrencies, right? You you said that before, and it's confirmed. I, I you know I love when you come on here and you confirm things we said in the past because one thing about Don is Don has a memory, and it's like he can replay all the programs in his mind, right? And not everybody remembers this. I think we have people that remember bits and pieces of shows, but we said this, yeah, we said that you're going to be able to swap with Ethereum, you're going to be able to swap with Bitcoin. There's going to be speed in this that we haven't seen. And then you're going to have renewable energy running with this as well. So it's going to be good for the environment. And you're not going to have that effect that we had on Bitcoin in the past. Yeah, I was I was going to say, Chris, that he was taking notes. <laughs> but uh, no, Don, man, you're 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 on point, man. You've been listening it's called to harvesting. Show. Yeah, you've been you've been listening to the show for quite some time. So, we, you know, we talked about that in the past. A lot of people didn't believe that, and look what's happening now. Now everything is being connected with each other, huh? So, so that's a good thing um, that that you at least remember that. By the way, let me ask you: How come you have a, a a red heart, man? My heart is like pink, or I don't even know this color. What the heck is going on? I just, I don't know. I'm first. Well, with... I had hundreds <laughs> up until yesterday. Actually, up until this morning, I had hundreds still. So, I'm still kind of pissed at Twitter for that. So. Uh, I can't call Jack Dorsey anymore. I got to call John and see what he does. He holler at somebody. You know, we just holler at a couple people. A couple people holler at a couple people. Hey, I can I... Let me educate you on the hearts. Press and hold the heart. You can change the color. Press and hold the hand. You can change the hand. How about the hundreds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah, hundreds man. are gone. <laughs> and the stackum's gone, too. I, I was so mad when they pulled the stackum out. And by the way... Uh, uh, Chris, I wasn't I wasn't uh, waving. I was clapping. It's a clapping hand uh, gesture. Oh wow! Okay, so thanks for bringing that up. Hey Don, you know I think it's really important because, like like you said, you know we had a lot of negative pushback on that. People were like, "Oh, what do you mean that Safe Moon token on the coin is going to be the gas fee for all these? How are they going to cross chain this? You know all that." But the reality is, we had a vision and we saw something in Safe Moon you know, based on conversations we had where this was going to be be that. So this is a super project, okay? And what I mean by super project, I mean, it's bigger than anything that we've seen in a long time, right? And again, I think with this lawsuit, it just goes back to the early days of SafeMoon, right? And it's not, it's not something we haven't discussed on this program, right? Like we've been clear about that. Yeah, like, we've discussed this and we yeah. saw this potentiality. The early days of SafeMoon were not pretty, right? Like, I have no problem saying that. You have a whole different leadership team now, right? So, like, sometimes you pay for the sins of the past is how I look at it, right? And uh, that's what's going on here. 
And it, it's a shame that they have to, you know, handle this right now. But as Damson brought up, these things don't come out on a company unless they see something successful emerging, right? So if this company didn't have value and, and so much coming for it, then an attorney's not going to look at this as, as something to uh, get involved in. Just a heads up, you know. So. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And then the last thing that I'll say is, is that when we think about everything that we've seen happen and John's comment about how transactions will occur, every time you've said multi-chain liquidity pool, correct. Yeah, multi-chain liquidity pool as well. That's a great point. Uh, I've had some comments from people saying, can you say this is a bogus lawsuit, all this? I don't think it's a huge deal. I don't think it's going to be like something that's going to be very detrimental to SafeMoon, right? Like I'm not giving financial advice or legal advice here. Uh, I, I, I won't call something bogus, but I also won't say that it's going to be like a huge like factor either. It's more about informing, informing you guys of what's going on and then letting you guys come to your own conclusion of how you see it. It's us reporting what's going on and then letting you guys decipher how you want to deal with it. That's all. Uh, let's go to John. Go ahead, John. Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me up here, guys. So um, I just wanted to give my, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've sued and I've been sued a bunch of times as a business owner. And so, you know, I just kind of wanted to set the stage for a couple of things as a holder, you know, just set some expectations of, again, not providing legal, you know, framework for what is going to occur, but possibly what, you know, would occur. So I wouldn't expect to hear much from John and team, <clears throat> you know, until this is well down the road. And that's just, you know, whenever something like this comes out, the first thing that you, you tend to go to is you don't want to say too much because you don't want to say the right things. You don't want to say the wrong things. It's better to just, you know, hold your cards as close to your chest as possible. So I would say that we're probably not going to hear a lot from them. I know that you were saying before it'd be good if we did. I think it's better if, you know, certainly it's good to hear something, but when you have something this big, 60 pages, you know, hundreds of people, class action, um, and the type of names that they're naming. And like you said, the, the attorneys who are taking this on are probably not taking it on with the expectation of losing. They've got to see something there that they feel they have a thread to hold on to. So I would say that don't expect to hear too much from the team specifically addressing this, but I wouldn't be worried about not hearing anything because I think that's a standard way to address these types of things, especially early on. I mean, it's only a day old at this point, if you didn't hear anything for several weeks, even a, a month or two, I would say that that's fairly within the standard operating procedure of getting one of these types of, uh, you know, litigations thrown in your face. So th that would be the first thing I would say. The second thing I would say is that, you know, certainly there is not a, a big need to worry because, I mean, you know, I've, I've uh, talked to Thomas and I've talked to Hank and, you know, I was one of the guys who interviewed those guys early on after that whole shit storm went down about what they did with those other tokens. Um, and, you know, I think you make a great point that if, you know, if those were the guys that are implicated in this and John cleaned house, then this is probably a, you know, blow over type deal and nothing really comes of it. On the other hand, 
if this was something that was going on and that there's a lot of truth to, you know, this, this could be something that, that um, spills over farther than just, um, you know, that the existing, like you were saying, regime that was in there. I still think it's early to tell. I still own, you know, uh, I'm not going to say I own, you know, millions of dollars worth of safe moon, but certainly, you know, still hold a bag and, want to see this be successful, but I didn't want anybody to panic if they didn't start hearing from, you know, John or team, or if there wasn't a statement put out within the first couple of weeks of something like this coming up, because this is, you know, as, as, uh, you know, as fast as it could get squashed, it can also be something that lingers on. Anytime you have a class action like this, these things tend to linger on for a while just because there are so many people involved and so many statements that have to be heard. It's typically not something where you can just say, well, they're lying, you know, clearly. I mean, that's something that can happen in a one-on-one where you can say, well, here's the documents I have. Here are the documents he has. You know, get this shit out of here. That's not typically how class actions work. They just tend to take a little bit longer. So, I just want to put that perspective out there. You know, if we don't hear anything, I don't think it's the time to panic. I think it's the time for us to just, you know, continue focusing on what is happening with the token, what the team is doing, how they're continuing to go about things, and you know, the way they're the way they're treating things going forward. I think that's very important right now. And what I meant by that, just to clarify, John, is just a simple statement to address something, not not even go into detail, but just a simple statement guided by the attorneys of what he can legally say, just to and just to address it. That's all. I understand, but sometimes yeah. that's that is what I'm saying. Even that can be hard, especially when you have such a large class action. Um, it could certainly be that they could come out, but you know, I wouldn't hang my hat on them coming out. If they do, you know, I think that would be a great, a great sign if they came out and said something very early on. But again, even if they don't, I wouldn't say that that's a bad sign, you know? No, I wouldn't, I, say, I, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a bad yeah. sign either. Okay, I, good. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. I don't think, I didn't, I didn't want to make it seem like you were saying that, you know, I just wanted to provide a little bit more, uh, you know, um, you know, basic personal, <laughs> personal experience on how I know that these things uh, can be handled sometimes. Oh, sure. And, and like all I was saying, and I don't even know if they can put something out, like their legal team might be telling them not to address it. All I was saying is if their legal team was okay with it, just to like let people know what's going on. Right. Because like this was filed yesterday and it, news is going to get out and I don't want somebody else to create the, you know, the narrative. Right. Maybe they can. That's all. Well, the narrative, the reality is, is the narrative has already been created. There's 60 pages of narrative. And, you know, I think that even if, even if uh, Safe Moon comes out and writes another 60 pages, the likelihood that they change the narrative or make it any better is that's typically the hard thing with something like this. You know, when you have 60 people or 100 people or 500 people, however many people there are that are in this class action, they, with their 60 page lawsuit, they've already set the majority of the narrative. And so does coming out reset that narrative? Uh, Not for the Fudders. Certainly for this group, we may feel a little bit more comfortable. But at the end of the day, I think this group should remain comfortable knowing, you know, and I'm not, you know, (laughs) other than just owning a little bit of Safe Moon and kind of loving what they've done so far for the space, I have no other 
uh, you know, uh, intention here. Even if it goes down, it, you know, it's not going to be it be night or day for me. But I love what they're doing. I don't think that the community should panic or abandon hey, everything that's been done. Sorry about the his mic was on. Go ahead, sir. Oh no, no worries, no worries. No, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let some of these other guys talk, and we can we can continue to talk about this. But I just wanted to you know give my perspective on you know, what I think most likely will happen if John doesn't respond for two to four weeks. I would not find that out of the ordinary, um, you know. And if especially if they continue to to operate business as usual. That typically tells me that the attorneys have looked at this and said, you know what, while there may be some things here that, that you know, didn't happen ideally, there are certainly not egregious, uh, you know, fraud or, or anything like that. And you guys should continue doing business while we fight this and don't worry about it. Just continue going, doing what you're doing. That's what I would look at. Again, I'm not a, not a legal expert here, but I have done, you know, have been involved personally and I've sued other people and that that's typically how you play that out um especially if there's nothing you know egregious again that you've done you typically just tend to go about your business and worry about that as a secondary matter um because the the primary matter in all of this is do what you said you're going to do for the community like that's <laughs> you know bringing the blockchain bringing you know all these features that's number 1 that never changes right that always has to stay number 1 so, you know, I think that as long as we see that from the team, which it looks like, you know, if they if they heard about this, I'm sure that to your point, they've heard about this. It, you know, they didn't just hear about this yesterday. This has probably been something that people have approached them about. They had an idea that this was going to happen and they continue to do business. So that's what I look for when I look at something like this is. And if we use if we use XRP as kind of a, a guideline, uh, look at what XRP did. So XRP has kind of their whole deals going down right now, but they're continuing to build. Now, at the end of the day, you know, regardless of what happens with their their case, they've basically said, you know, we have our position. You know, whoever's on the other side has their position, but we're going to continue to build. You know, uh, we didn't, we certainly didn't do anything fraudulent. Uh, we didn't steal anything from anybody. Uh, you know, there may have been some infractions, minor, semi-minor. But we've got to continue to build because everybody's expecting that. That's what I look at. I appreciate your insight because you have direct insight of these types of things. So thank you very much. Uh, Damson, were you going to say something, sir? Yes, you know, um, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but I think what, what Chris is speaking to is the Safe Moon Army in general. We need to see strength. We need to see solidarity. And that's something John has stepped up to the plate and delivered anytime it was needed. And, you know, that's the sign of a true leader. When there are storms, they rise up. When we had the wallet issues, John rose up. When we had the issues with the previous team, he rose up. And um, I definitely think this time will be no different, you know, and I, I think that's what we need to see. I think that's what Chris was speaking to. And uh, that's it. Yeah. I mean, he may not be able to address so much legally, but like, you know, just having some kind of general statement and then, you know, getting everybody to come together and then a professionalism, right. That he's always shown in everything that we're doing. Right. Because we're kind of in this time where, we're waiting on Mandala, right? We thought this would happen like weeks ago. 
And that's going to come out, and that's going to be great. That's global tokenomics. I've, t- I've told you guys we're going to have the CEO, Joe, on here at some point, right? We have, like, the exchange. We have swap partners being added, you know, every week. We have all these positive things going on. And then you have something that came up from the past, and, you know, maybe he can address it, right? But if he can't address it, at least, like, let's have that solidarity and all come together and focus on, the technology and, and, and what we have in this, right? So, and, and delivery, yeah, technology, delivery of product. Uh, you know, it's, it's different when you have a product failure. When you have a product failure, you can get up as the leader and say, hey, look, we failed at the product. You know, it's public. Here's what we're doing to fix it. And, and you can talk about that. When you have a legal issue that, you know, different circumstances at play, I'm trying to, you know, just, Dom and I, I agree with you too, with both of you. Chris, is that your name, Chris? Yeah, I'm Chris. Yep. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I agree with you both. I think that the the overall goal here is to create solidarity within the Safe Moon community so that we're not worried about him having to come out. I would focus solely on them continuing to execute. As long as they're continuing to execute, that's the critical component at this point. That's That's it. I would say that you don't have to pay attention pay attention to all these auxiliary things that are happening, all this FUD that's happening everywhere. That is irrelevant. It's only relevant to the if you pay attention to it. Let's just put it that way. Certainly, is it something that we should be aware of? Uh, Chris, I think it's great that you brought this up and that you're doing this because it certainly is something that we need to be aware of because we need to focus more on delivery of product and delivery of, you know, utility and all those components that we see coming and we've been waiting for and we're excited for all those components so um yeah i'll I'll step i'll step uh uh, back here in the back and i'll just kind of comment on anything else that you know comes up that i can comment on thanks for thanks for having me up and thanks for listening i appreciate that and just so you guys know too one other reason i didn't bring up we brought it up because we're getting ahead of this as a program and we're prepared to fight the fud that comes with it because there's going to be people that are going to come out with the FUD, and we're prepared to fight all of them. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to Waffle, and then I'm going to go Crypto G, J5, and Armon. Go ahead, Waffle. Hey, Chris, going on? Um, so, yeah, I, I had no idea. As soon as I got in here, I went and looked, and I seen the names on there, and I just kind of kind of chuckled a bit, you know, because, like you said, this was early Safe Moon. Um and like we know, John was brought onto the team a little bit afterwards, after they kind of sought him out, um, you know, Safe Moon Dev and all of them. So what I'm hoping that comes out of this is all of our counterparts that went out and started to cause all these rug pulls um, get brought down. You know, that's kind of what I hope because I know that John, you know, can go in there and um, hopefully start you know, he'll defend himself, but like some of the names that are in there um, kind of makes sense why uh, if we look back, Safeman started blocking like Jack Haynes and and uh, that Ben Phillips and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I, I seen that and I kind of chuckled, you know, I was like, yeah, I was like, it's nothing, you know. Um, well, I spoke second, to, real quick, I spoke to a person tonight in between all of this in the last two and a half hours and I said, well, this all makes sense now for Safe Moon official to block Jack Haynes and Ben Phillips. Now you know why that happened. Go ahead, sir. Oh, yeah, 100%. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And then which tells part, you that this has been probably going on for a while. Sorry to cut in. Just oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And and that's why I have you know confidence because you know he come on and then he started cleaning house for a reason. You know what I mean? So, um, but like I said, I hope that it kind of outreaches the other counterparts that we're seeing in the the crypto space that are you know people got rug pulled um in the past and i think y'all know some of those other projects um and then kind of second off you know second thing about what don come on and said that you know confirmed um and i was thinking back like the blockchain you know whenever you talked about it months ago and it made sense it makes sense now that like the blockchain then was getting tested so all along up until now, I believe that, you know, the blockchain was tested, being tested in those times at a certain percentage that it wasn't completed in. You know what I mean? So like, when's the last time you've seen a supposed glitch uh, that, that was going on at those times? And it kind of makes a lot of sense now. Like they were building it, but it wasn't complete until they started adding all these other things into the ecosystem. And, um, you know, and I believe that like, we're at that point now where, um, and I think in, in, in the discord, he said, and it may have been, um, related to it being 90%. If that's what he was, you know, kind of cryptic, me- you know, messaging saying it's 90% complete or something like that. But, but that's what I, you know, I believe it, I, you know, um, and it'll be done here pretty soon. And, can't wait uh and uh like the other guy was saying before um just them delivering on their promises and i think they will and i think we'll be i think we're in good hands so that's all i want to say stack them we'll be good man we'll be good you know i believe in everything we're doing i believe in the technology that we have this cross chain right we were talking about mandala with this global tokenomics I've had a few guys in our Discord that were saying that they thought that Mandala would lead to Binance listing us eventually. Uh, I don't know that. You know, I need to see more information on that. But there's a lot going on. Uh, by the way, if you're not in our Discord, get in there. I think it's really good information. Let's go to Crypto G. Go ahead, G. Yeah, just, you know, guys, just take this with a grain of salt. You know, it's not that big of a deal. I can say this right now. Um, I'm looking at the complaint. Um, it's It's... This is boilerplate stuff. It's 60 pages ain't nothing. I've seen 2,000-page complaints. This is nothing. But it has to be addressed, like you said. Um, It is, you know, three plaintiffs plus any um, class action plaintiff that decides to join the class action, which I will not. I will refuse. And um, I I just want you guys to know that – let me put it this way. Um, the gentleman, uh, John, you spoke perfectly on exactly what's going to happen, but I would say this, their legal team may address it. If they're going to address it, it's going to be brief. And we're talking less than probably two minutes or a minute, maybe 30 seconds. It's not going to be really addressed. They will do business as usual and they will say that they've received a lawsuit and they will act accordingly. And that's how these things are done. And they'll say no comment on whatever the, you know, the case is because they can't, usually divulge any information on any lawsuit. 
So that's it. Uh, but I, I just, you know, working in law for 20 years, you see that every day and how they do it in, you know, outside the courtrooms and the, you know, from the media vans and all that stuff going on. I've, you know, how many times I've seen a media van downtown San Diego, and this is where it was filed in my jurisdiction in district court. So I know, I know exactly where the court's at. I know probably even the judge who's probably going to hear it, but I think it's, it's just kind of funny that it's happened here where I live and I'm appalled. So I, I really like to know, you know, who the plaintiffs are, because apparently they, they're, um, I don't know. I, I don't want to give a comment on it. I just, I just want to say that they are going to keep doing business. Things will move forward as being positive as possible. You know, of course I'm positive. I, I believe in the team, just like we've all said, Chris, you know, this is a big team. They're going to move forward. They're going to, they're going to do things that haven't been done. It's already being done. It's already in motion, the wheels in motion. And now the vultures are coming out to get theirs. That's all I can say. And I just wanted to say my two cents, but like I said, at the end of the day, they're just going to treat this like a, you know, um, a normal uh, day-to-day business thing that happens. Yeah. And you know, these things happen. And when you get big and you become a billion, you know, dollar company, they're just under a billion now, but they've been a billion plus in the past. Uh, you're going to have things like this happen, right? Like it's just part of business. It, unfortunately, that's the that's the tough side of it. And that's the tough side of being a, an executive of a company. Uh, my man, J5, what's up, man? What's up, my brother? How you doing tonight? I'm good. How about you? Man, I'm chilling in the 757 tonight, man. I, uh... I made it through a whole nother week of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus this week, brother, with them clowns at the federal government. I made it through a whole nother week, but uh, it's all good, man. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, man, my convictions are still strong. I done added another 100K to my bag. And, I'm, and you know, I said I, I hit my goal, but screw it, man. We're going for the top, man. I'm going to raise the stakes, man. I'm going to... The gold, the bar has been set even higher, brother. So I'm going to keep plugging along. Uh, you had a gentleman on 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 the show Wednesday night. I kind of passed out, so I had to catch it uh, Thursday morning, the, the rest of the show. You had a gentleman on there uh, saying how he he gave his 20-year-old son uh, some uh, Safe Moon Wall or something like that. And, and it just kind of like clicked in my head like, uh, you know, I got a little wallet for my 13-year-old, and I'm like, well, shit, man. Now is the perfect opportunity for me to be able to pay for college for this for this young man. You know, uh, he'll be 18 in five years, so that's that's a lot of time. And, and if I plug just, hell, a couple hundred dollars every month away, it should pay. You know, he wants to be a litigation lawyer. It's funny. We're talking about litigation law, you know, so uh, this is what he wants to do in life. And um if I got my way about it, man, I'm gonna plug away and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna build his bag for him so he can pay for college outright and not be in, in debt on that shit, man. And uh I don't know, man. I'm just uh I'm strong and, and, and I tell you another thing, man, if uh if 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 this causes a bunch of uh fear, uncertainty, and doubt and the price drops, well, hallelujah, brother, because now I'm gonna get even more. I'm gonna give you more for even cheaper. So, uh, I, you know, just wanted, you know, wanted to hit you up, let y'all know you Patron and damn son are doing a damn good job. Oh yeah. And, and, and y'all make, and, and I, my, my week was made, man. My week was made. I seen some video, man, 
I don't know where I saw it, but it was about, I ain't got no legs. I ain't got no legs, man. It was, it, it, it made my damn day, brother. So, uh, other than that, man, uh, it's a blessing to be here with y'all on a Friday night. And, uh, I came strong to the mic. Stack them. Yeah, I know what video you're referencing. <laughs> it was gold. The drip, guys. <laughs> yeah, it was gold, brother. It was gold, pure gold. It, you, it, it, it ranks up there with the golden tickets, man, from Wonka. You know what I mean? So it, that shit was classic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Armand. Go ahead, Armand. Hey, Chris. I'm so sorry uh, to bring it back up, but uh, I. I was having a dance party with the kids. We were listening to some Ice Ice Baby, some old school 80s stuff and uh, let, letting the kids dance before they go to bed. I get up back outside. I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk out back. I'm going to drink some beer and listen to some After Dark. And uh, I had no idea about any of this kind of stuff going on with this lawsuit. Uh, not asking for you to post a link or anything like that, but uh, is there a place that I can go read these 60 pages and uh, look at it? Classaction.org. You can look into it there. Okay. All right. Th hey, thanks, brother. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I, hey, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to tweet it or retweet it, but you guys can read up on it. Go ahead, John. Yeah, so I was just reading it, and I find one thing uh, I'll say like this. Ironic and interesting, okay? Uh, and maybe... Uh, uh, crypto G very, can, uh, very, very, very. Uh, so one thing I find very interesting in crypto G, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. Thomas is not mentioned in this, uh, in this document whatsoever. When, uh, you know, I think we all know that he was a, a very integral part. And I think he's even, uh, noted as saying several times that he's the one that went out and found John and, you know, he was the one that, that really started the token, and he claims that he's the one who wrote the contract. Not saying that he didn't. You know, let me take that back. Whatever claim, you know, but he's not he's not listed in the. <laughs> so I don't know if this is some type of uh, get back at Safe Moon, get back at John, get back at Team, uh, but he's not listed in the in the the lawsuit. Very interesting to me. Very ironic and very interesting. Crypto G. It jumped out to me right away. I, I, I saw that too. I just yeah. wanted to see if you guys would come to that conclusion too. I just, I just want to bring it up, but go ahead. I, I, I've been noticed. I was looking at it too, and I didn't see his name, and I was like, "Whoa, that's weird." Um, it's it's yeah. I'm I'm just getting into the meat. Meet, I'm down to page like uh, page my page five. Yeah, and, and and all the defendants are listed except him. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. I mean, everybody from the beginning is listed. Um, you know, from Hank to John. Um, to, to you know i mean everybody uh jack is in there but but uh thomas is not so i i find this kind of a little odd uh uh so i would be looking for uh as crypto g and i have been saying they're going to be doing business as usual that to me is the strongest message that i could see as somebody who's holding you know a little bit of safe moon and really trying to understand if they're moving forward in the right manner if they're moving forward and they're and they're continue to make progress I would be fine if I didn't even get a statement from them on something like this. This to me isn't isn't a a major uh, like hey, got to have all hands on deck and PR needs to be out all over this. I, I just don't see it as one of those things. That's not gonna make my change my outlook on things. 
And they could settle it without even going through litigation too, right? So like we don't know that like that's even going to happen. But yeah, Thomas is not on it. Uh, that's not a surprise. I mean, you look, you, re you read through it. There's tons of defendants listed. Now, one thing I did find interesting is they listed Ryan. Ryan, Ryan didn't join the team until about July, but they're listing Ryan on there. I thought that was a little too far reaching. Well, it's all, it all comes back to what people knew. So that's what, you know, at the end of the day, if there was something going on and Ryan knew about it and these people who are claiming, you know, that they're, they're, they're suing this class action suit, if they're claiming that he knew about it and he did know about it, then that would impl implicate him. So, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me that he's in there, especially, you know, since he, you know, is, is in the position that he is. Um, but it all comes back to, did he know and did he do anything about it? You know, he, he should have, if he did know, if he did know, he sort of should have gotten out of there or, um, you know, done something else. I think the more interesting thing is Thomas not being mentioned in there when he's clearly, you know, one of the early team members, if not maybe the earliest team member um, of all of them. He is the earliest team member, you're right, because John didn't join Safe Moon, I think, until like day five, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm, if I'm wrong, you guys can correct me, but John was not on day one. I know that for sure. Yeah, hey, correct. Chris, I, I got a question. Didn't Thomas really form this whole thing originally? Correct. That's correct. He's the one yeah. who went out and said that he formed everything. He brought in John. He brought in the rest. Of, I mean, like Hank is quoted as saying he didn't come on until, you know, days afterwards when he got into the uh to the uh, discord or you know i think they didn't even have a discord back then he's one of the ones that set all that up but yeah thomas is the one who put uh everything together and pulled everybody together so i'm it's very it's very interesting to me that he's not named specifically in the lawsuit that to me has been the most interesting thing i've seen so far in that thing well also they didn't list safe moon dev either with kyle right so kyle's not listed in there i i i'm not too surprised at Kyle not I don't know who Kyle is so I don't know if they really know who Kyle the, is or he's the original safe moon dev he started this with he started this with Thomas right but does anybody has anybody ever met Kyle his name's out there on Twitter believe me he's yeah. an actual person <laughs> okay I, I think Thomas was more of the one who took the, the leading role on you know claiming that he's the one who you know came up with the idea and you know uh -huh. that would yeah, be Kyle. pulled it all together oh really so it would Kyle's be the original so even more interesting kyle's not in there kyle would be the original thomas would say that he formed the team of safe moon but it was originally a copy from b token right that's what safe moon's contract was and, and that was kyle uh waffle real quick and then i'll go to don bailey go ahead waffle yeah, I was just going to say, so Kyle didn't want anything to do with the safe moon. Uh, he wanted to hand it off to somebody else. So that's why Thomas went out seeking somebody to take control of it. So if if we remember, and then Kyle went off to form Piggy, and that's how all that other stuff got started with Piggy and uh, whatever his red beard guy. But the reason... The reason he calls himself safe moon dev is is he was the safe moon dev he was the original was kyle uh let's go to don bailey go ahead don all right a couple things one if people are going to start panic selling over this lawsuit i'm going to gladly buy so that's number one uh number two let's talk about damages that could possibly be sought in this lawsuit there are none they're claiming that a rug pull happened 
right? A rug pull doesn't necessarily happen until the liquidity leaves. The liquidity has been growing. So there are no damages that be, can be sought in this lawsuit. But next, beyond the damages, and wait, wait, pause here. Uh, these are not legal facts. These are opinions of my own. So I'm just going to say all of that. And anybody who's listening can do what they will. These are not legal facts. These are just my opinions based off of my uh, evaluation of what I'm seeing. Uh, finally, uh, the last thing that I will say is because there has been no final rug pull and because people have been making speculative, speculative investments, the underlying asset of the investment has been performing at the same rate as the investment meaning that you can tie the performance of SafeMoon to BNB. So any claims that you make against SafeMoon have to necessarily deviate from the performance of BNB. So if you're making a claim that Kyle did this, Thomas did this, uh, Hank did this, Jean did this, your performance has to literally deviate from the performance of Binance. And if the underlying asset is performing at the same rate as, as SafeMoon, then there is a very viable claim that your claim is not valid. So uh, with that being said, uh, I'm not giving an illegal opinion. What I am saying is that there may be a very strong argument to there's no merit to this lawsuit. All right. Uh, let's, go to, let's go to Q&A here. Go ahead. Hey, uh, good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, so uh, my, my whole take on the situation is, uh, you know, this all a marketing scheme, not scheme, but just to keep us entertained, you know, while uh, Binance figures out their end on the tokenomics or global talk, you know, because they dropped the ball, right? We were all ready to roll on Mandela and they couldn't keep their end of the bargain. So now we have to be distracted with a class action lawsuit between three people right and thomas isn't even named i just found out in your space that's ridiculous bro but anyway what what i'm saying is that uh, you know we just got to enjoy this ride it's uh it's an entertaining one you know we we are going to change the ecosystem of crypto they they may not want to accept this right now they've not may not want to say the safe moon is the evolution but the bottom line it is the evolution we are changing we have the best technology on the market everything else is antiquated compared to us and every every whether they like it or not they have to conform to the standard that safe moon is setting for the future of crypto we are being compliant with just about any jurisdiction in the world we're going global jurisdiction compliant i mean can you imagine what it takes to even be that and and just to be like sideswipe i won't even say sideswipe but to to be smacked down or not even smacked up but somebody actually trying to sue safeman what else are they gonna throw at us bro you know the bitmart hack the whale coming out of a coma to sell off. Seems like everything and anything has been trying to sabotage Safe Moon at every turn 
or at every point where we're trying to make inroads to better this cryptosphere, and we're still here. We are still here. No matter what they throw at us, no matter what they try to do to us, we're not going away. We are the motherfucking safe moon army. You can't put us down. You can't keep us down. We are the evolution. Understand this. We're coming for you. We, we got you in our crosshairs. And we will evolve this cryptosphere. Thank you. Stack them. And yeah, we're going to have things come up, right? Like, I I don't think this is going to be the last time. Now, am I saying it's going to be a lawsuit? No, it might be something different. But what haven't we seen at this point, right? <laughs> right? Like, everything everything yes, that's possible that has come up. And, and, you know, look, people are going to say what they want to say. But the reality is, is that a lot of successful companies and just about any successful company or business has to face this at some point right and we're not even a year old and we're already having to deal with things like this right so like it's just another challenge that's the way i look at it but we went through a restructure as a company for a reason right we went through a restructure john's owned that he said look we got the right people now he had a comment in discord it was a long time ago he said you know, now I don't have to worry about the house burning if I'm away, right? I, the guys are going to take care of everything if I'm away doing what I need to do. In the past, I had to check on that every few hours. So we're a different company now. I mean, we just are. That's that's the reality. It's different company, different leadership, different people involved. Uh, we have the best and the brightest. You know, we have huge plans, uh, huge objectives that they're looking to meet, right? Uh, Technology-wise, we're a tech company. We're not a cryptocurrency. We are a tech company. Uh, he's been adamant about letting everybody know that. And we have emerging tech, and we're doing something that hasn't been done before. There's always going to be challengers to that. Uh, damn, son, did you have something to add on that? Yeah, I 100% agree with that. You know, it's... Uh... There's a lot of speculation you can make as to what's going on, you know, where where this is coming from. Um, it pretty much surrounds promoters early on, um, connecting that to the executives to John. You know, that may prove to be a major stretch, and that would have to be something I would in my opinion, I think that would have to be something that can be substantiated. So I'm not I'm not too worried about it. Anybody who's ever met, ever made inroads into any kind of industry, you're gonna get sued along the way. It's just, it's just a matter of fact. It's a matter of time. You will have to go through that process to understand it, to feel it and know what to do when it happens. Once you go through it, you're better for it, but it sucks when it happens. Yeah, and we all support him, man, because I know this is not easy to deal with. Let's go to uh, Joseph. Go ahead, Joseph. Yo, what's up, guys? I just wanted to kind of address this, too. It's like, can we all go look and see how many times Binance has been uh, had a lawsuit against them? I think it's like over 100 by now. So it's just like overall, you know, especially and especially with like crypto, this is a digital property. So it's like 
It's your decision to invest. It's your decision to listen to whoever you want to listen to. Whatever, it's your personal decision. And my biggest thing is, is that from what I've read is that it only falls under California law and Illinois law, which in the days that it was listed, um, what was the only exchange that you can buy it on? Uh, was it Bitmart? That was a legal way for United States citizens to buy it. So it's just like there's a lot of there's a lot of things here that could that is going to go into play, and it's just you gotta let it play out. You gotta let you know their legal team, Jake Paul's legal team, everybody's legal team that's going to be as a defendant is going to be collabing together against this so <laughs> it's just you gotta let it chill and you know i might just <laughs> i don't need to add any more to my bag but just for this please go down just a little bit and i'll do it again i don't care so just keep keep paying me my money <laughs> and by the way and that's a good point with binance but just to bring up another point if you're defending Jake Paul or Little Yachty or, or any of these guys outside of Safe Moon, you could, as a defense attorney, you could ask them to dismiss them as a defendant, right? They could they could file a motion, a summary um, a summary judgment motion, just to have them dismissed as a defendant and say that hey, that they have nothing to do with this too, right? right. And Safe Moon could do the same too. They can they can file a motion saying that there's no merit to this claim, and a judge can decide on that or not, right? Right. So a lawsuit can be filed. It doesn't mean it's a civil lawsuit. There's no criminal complaint here. Uh, we covered in the past, the FBI uh, came in. There was nothing criminal with this company, right? Like there were some things early on with the company, not to rehash all that, but there has never been any criminal wrongdoing with SafeMoon. I just want to be very clear about that too. Yeah, 100%. And it could just be SafeMoon's name is on it because it has to do with the investment. So it could be also going over, like we've already discussed, the prior people that were involved with um, promoting. I don't even know how many times, how many times have Kim Kardashian been sued? How many times has Kanye West been sued? Like anybody that has money or is successful has been sued, period. And it's just like, you know, overall it doesn't, this has I've, I've read over the whole thing i've witnessed it i've 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 been in since like april 10th or april 1st i don't even know anymore it's been so long but it's just like overall it's just like yo man like if you get butt hurt and you sold and you lost money that's your that's your money do what you want with it so it's like we all have a obligation to ourselves to make the right financial decisions for ourselves we're all adults and it's just you know do what you got to do you know what i mean and it's like we're all trying to make it and we're all here sticking together and you know again thanks for bringing it up i didn't even know about it i try not to pay attention because i'm like glued to my freaking phone on graphs and you know and all this other stuff but it's just like I'm not even worried and it's just like I'm glad the old members are gone and you know just you got to let it play out for what it is and I'm pretty sure that the legal teams are going to take care of this no problem so 
Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not even saying it is anything. All I'm saying is this, you know, inform our army what's going right, on. Exactly. Right. That's it. No, for sure. No, no, yeah. for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I didn't even know about it. I read it, you know, like, again, dude, thanks for bringing it up. Thank you know, like, it's cool. Like, I'm not like, yo, you're not saying anything FUD here. Like, this is real stuff. It's all public. You can read it. It's nothing that you're not bringing up that everybody else can't read. So it's just like, you know, thanks for bringing it up and thanks for holding the space as usual. And yeah. yeah. Stack them. Let's do this. Let's go to VWR and then we'll go back to Armand. Go ahead, VWR. Hey, VWR, you're up, man. Go ahead. 